of living my prayer for truth. I call it my prayer, it is simple and clear. It wants me to give and receive love. I call in the light to make everything right and show me the way to just be loved and show me the way to just be Hello and welcome everyone to the Rewire Date. So excited to be here today. My name is Maya Diamond and I am joined by Erin Beata. Welcome, welcome. Amazing. I'm so happy to be here today. We have such an exciting topic to dive into and I'm really looking forward to getting your expertise on this um, and just sharing some experiences and uh, so yeah, the art of safe dating. Hey. So much there. And I already feel like coming into it, I have so many questions. But in starting off, I'm just wondering, what what does safe dating mean to you? And why do you feel that it's important, especially if you've gotten into unavailable relationships in your past? So yeah, this I I just want to say I'm so, so passionate about this art of safe dating. Um, what I see is that with women who are in, you know, relationship after relationship with maybe unavailable people, narcissistic people, people who are really not, you know, actually capable of the kind of relationship that a woman really desires and needs, that this piece around being safe in your dating is so, so important. And I would say that safe dating is dating in a way that's honoring your heart, honoring your body, honoring your dating intention, what you want to get out of dating, and honoring your boundaries. So it really takes skill, listening to yourself, honoring yourself, and honoring your needs. So it's it's really multimodal in that way, where it's like, what is it? It's like really honoring yourself, going slow, you know, being patient with the dating process, but also really listening to yourself every step of the way and not acting in a way that's going to actually be self-destructive or be destructive to self-destructive, meaning being destructive to your heart, to your spirit, to your body, but also not being destructive to your vision. So really honoring the amazing vision that you have for your love life and moving in ways that really honor that vision. And so, you know, I know in the past in my love life, I was doing this. I was not being honoring to my heart. I was not being honoring to my vision of what I truly wanted. So I was moving forward with people that weren't actually in alignment with what I deeply desired. I was moving forward with people who had already proven that they weren't actually capable of treating me in healthy ways. And so in that way, I was actually doing what I would call unsafe dating. So I was dating in a really unsafe way, which led to very unsafe um, results. And of course, in dating, there's always going to be risk. There's always going to be, you know, we can't control the outcome. We can't control other people. We can't control, you know, so many things, but we can control the way that we act and what, 
how we treat ourselves in the dynamic and how we, uh, what we move towards and what we don't move towards. And so in that way, you can actually date in a much safer way or a much more unsafe way. And I would say, you know, what I teach and what the Rewire for Love program really helps support you in is dating in really safe and healthy and secure ways. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of women, you know, who are are dating in this way, um, it can be hard because sometimes, you know, those unavailable dynamics or, you know, if you're slightly anxious and the person's more avoidant, like all of those hooks are present so early in the relationship. And so sometimes it's like, I feel like it has you put those like foggy glasses on where you're like, wait, but isn't this, you know, isn't this okay? And, you know, but maybe I, if I just give him a little bit of time, something will be different. And I, I think that our judgment starts to get really clouded. Um, our judgment can be clouded in those early phases when there is a lot of chemistry with that person or there's love bombing or, you know, all these things in the past that have been hard to to deal with. So maybe you can tell us about what are some of the consequences that you see of of unsafe dating and uh, maybe just diving into a little bit more about what it actually looks like to date in an unsafe way. So number one, dating in an unsafe way to me means not actually listening to yourself, not actually listening to the flags that the person is presenting you with, not actually listening to what your responses are in your body and just overriding them. And so then what that looks like, then the consequences of that are that you're getting into a relationship, you're getting attached to you know, you're starting to have sex with this person. And so all the oxytocin, all the hormones, all the attachment hormones are going. And so you're actually bonding with someone who is not actually healthy or safe for you. And then another way it looks is overriding your own boundaries to please the other. And so if you, this is another way that you're actually not protecting yourself, right? So the boundaries are protecting yourself. But then when you override those boundaries to please the other, then again, you're doing something that might be really that you think is going to create more harmony for the relationship, but it's actually creating more destruction for yourself. So you're abandoning yourself and you're not actually honoring what you really need. And so again, then you're teaching the way we treat others is um, teaching them about how we want to be treated. And so then when you're doing that, it's actually showing this person how you want to be treated. And so it's so then the consequences of that are then again, you're getting closer with someone, you're overriding your own boundaries to please them. And then you're getting into a dynamic, a relationship dynamic where they think it's totally fine to not honor you. And so then that just keeps, you know, patterns, we create patterns in relationships very early on. And so then that pattern gets created and then it just keeps going throughout the relationship. Um, The next one is going too fast physically and not building an emotional and mental connection first. So when we go too fast physically, and then we have this false intimacy, this illusion that we're really close and that we really know someone, we feel, oh my God, like, like think about the times when you've had sex pretty early, you feel so close to this person, you feel like you really know the person, you feel like, oh my God, we're together. 
but you've had, there's zero foundation. There's really zero amount of knowing each other. And when we build that mental and emotional connection first, then we actually get to see if this person is worth investing in. And so the consequences of going too fast physically are you literally get attached to someone who might not be right for you, who might be actually very destructive for you. The other thing is then you can get attached to someone who might not actually be capable of meeting your needs, but you don't know that they're not capable because you haven't given them the time to really get to know them. So there's just a myriad of things that can happen when you get attached to someone too quickly. And I think, you know, that's the beauty of attachment theory is it's like, oh, by the way, this is the way that we're biologically driven. We cannot, you know, undo biology in terms of we are literally biologically driven to bond, but we can do different things that can help you create a foundation for a healthy relationship for that bonding to happen in healthy ways. Yeah. And, you know, I I really do feel for people who are out there dating actively because I think that this is, in some ways, like it is like a skill set that ends up becoming developed because it can be so tricky, especially when perhaps maybe you know like okay i haven't always made the best choices in dating but i've done a lot of work on myself i'm really aware now and then you get yourself into a dynamic and it's like uh oh like is this a red flag is this a yellow flag like or that thing that that person said or something like triggered me around a past relationship so i'm just a hard no here and it can be really hard i think to know like Am I dating in an unhealthy way if I move forward with this because my body, you know, just went totally off, you know, all this, all the, all the red lights went off, you know, and it's, it's hard to know from that place, like on a practical level, like what do I actually do here? Like is, are, are there questions I can ask, you know? And I think that, um, it's really where so much of the power in the coaching and the rewire for love program really comes in. Because it takes a lot of that guesswork out of the process when you're working with, you know, two just incredibly advanced coaches who can actually support you, who understand your history to really know whether you are making these um, decisions in a safe and secure way, um, or perhaps if it's someone that you need to let go of. And so I just really feel for people because it's it's a lot to try to take on on your own. Um, when you're out there in light of so many different behavioral patterns that come to the table. Yeah. And that's another really important piece that's so different between therapy and coaching. So in terms of therapy, you might be working on your stuff, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's these little moments in dating that literally make or break a relationship. Literally, you could exit a relationship instead of having a conversation and that conversation where you're you know sharing what's true for you in a really healthy way could literally elevate the relationship forward or you could bounce because you just think no this person can't meet my needs right so there's all these little moments that i've coached people through where it literally advances the relationship forward instead of destroys it And those little moments you don't with coaching because we're seeing you, you know, twice a week in the program. And then also because we have the private secret Facebook group where you can ask a question, 
you're actually getting that on the spot feedback, which again, therapists are not trained to do. Therapists don't know how to do. Most therapists are not actively dating. And so, you know, they, or, you know, most therapists haven't had any dating skills or training and haven't made every dating mistake in the book like I have. And so they don't necessarily know. Not only do they not necessarily know, but they're not actually trained to help people with dating. And I think that's one of the big things. Again, so many of the women come into this program and they have been in therapy for years and years. And it's not until they do this program that they get the results. Why is that? Because we're doing something different, right? Because the level, exactly, all these skills, all these little moments really do add up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, with that, you know, I would, I would love to learn about some practical tips because, you know, it, in dating, it seems like from a variety of different angles and perspectives, there are so many different types of risks that you're managing, you know, just even like a baseline of, of, of safety of who you're choosing to go out with and and where you're choosing to meet someone but you know you're risking getting attached really quickly or risking um getting your heart broken or you know if if you're moving physically really quickly you can get pregnant or even get an STI there's just so many different risks that you're kind of figuring out how to maneuver through so what are some practical tips that a woman can start using right away to date in a more secure way? Yeah, super, super important. So three tips that I think will be really helpful for anyone listening. Number one is going slow, which is when you go slow emotionally and physically, then you really get to the time to really get to know someone. In my opinion, it takes at least three to six months to get to know someone. Some people say a year, but I think if you're really, you know, being honest and authentic, it can take three to six months to get to know someone. You get to see how they show up. And exactly, it could take, you know, up to a year or even more to get to know someone. And so the more you can slow down the process of attachment, the better, right? Because when you go slow physically, then, and you really get to know them mentally and emotionally, then you get to see how does this person show up over time, et cetera, et cetera. And that really helps with, you know, making a healthy choice for yourself. The next one is the second tip is to really listen to your feelings in the dating process. So it's really common that I see women and men think about how is the other person feeling? How is the other person? What is the other person wanting? Like literally there's this thing with anxious attachment where you leave yourself and you start analyze the other person and then kind of change yourself to meet them instead of going, wait, what am I really needing here? This is the way that they're showing up. Let me come from my true self and say what I really need and feel and see if they can meet me, right? So I think there's a lot of, um, again, self-abandonment that can happen in dating where you're constantly, oh, well, he's feeling this and he's feeling that and he's busy with this and he's busy with that. And then it's you lose yourself in that process. And so this, this second tip is really about how am I feeling? Keep checking in with yourself 
and what you need and see if you can come from that place and stay grounded in that place of secure attachment. Like, I am here and this person is over there and I don't need to go over there to figure them out. Instead, I get to stay in my own lane and speak from my true self and my true experience. And that's such a big part of what we help you do in the program is really stay in yourself and stay in your own lane and then move from that place, from that secure place. And then the third tip is so, so important, which is to ask important questions. So if you don't ask important questions to your date, you don't know where they're at or what they're available for. And so what I find is so many women are afraid to do that. And and men are afraid to do that too. And so what we do in the program is we really help you release these fears and teach you how to do, how to communicate and ask these important questions in really healthy and graceful ways. So of course, there's different ways of asking questions. And so we really help you ask, A, we help you clear out any of those blockages that might be preventing you from asking the important questions. Because believe me, I know I've talked about this before on here and in my posts, but I just want everyone to know I definitely used to have a really hard time asking important questions. It was very scary for me. I was very afraid the other person would leave as a result of me asking important questions. I was afraid of turning the other person off. I was afraid that it wouldn't come out right and I would scare them away. And so all of these ways that I blocked myself from communicating my truth. And so I have so much compassion for all of those ways that we stop ourselves from just asking what's true, right? And and that actually creates a level, this is the beautiful thing that everyone should know, which is it creates a level of respect, right? Like I respect someone more if they are, you know, honoring their needs by asking important questions that's really important to them, right? It creates a level of respect like, oh, this person knows who they are, they know that they really, you know, for example, want a child. And so they're asking that upfront to you, right? So it creates a level of clarity and respect. And it also creates a level of knowing what the person wants and knowing if you can meet them. And so I think, you know, there's been a long paradigm for so long of, you know, act, you know, you should act cool. You should not scare the guy away. You should. Um, you know, just be fun and cute and pretty and then everything will work out. I mean, I really feel like there was a lot of narrative around that for so many years. And unfortunately, those old paradigms just create kind of relationships that are not necessarily aligned. And there's such an art to this piece yeah. as well, you know, because it's like, there's also just like both ends of those spectrums where I've totally been out before where someone's just kind of like shotgun all these like yeah. really intense questions. And then it's like what it feels like is someone who's really like stuck in their head and needing to like get answers versus what you teach is a much more embodied way of like really feeling yourself and feeling your femininity and being able to ask these questions in in a way that actually allows there for, for there to be even more connection with the person. Yes. Regardless of what the answer is. And I think that that's like such a huge thing that women take away from your program. Um, is it's like kind of like getting rid of the, the lists 
per se, but like on an embodied level, knowing who you are and what's important to you and how to actually be in connection with someone about that. And I just think that it's, um, it's such an incredible, incredible result that women experience in this work. Yeah, it's so, so true. There's a way where we can ask questions from our heart and from our intuition and from our body and from our mind, or there's a way we can just ask from our mind. And that's a very different feeling and sensation that the other person receives when you ask from your beautiful, precious, sacred heart. And so agreed, that is something that we practice in the program. You know, if you work with me, when I, if you're a man and you're relating to this, um, you know, if you work with me one-on-one, you will, we will also work on this and role play this. And so, you know, the way we communicate matters. Communication is so, so important in relating. It's not, you know, I used, I remember used to being like thinking like, well, if the person's right for me, then they'll like, you know, then they'll be totally fine with whatever communication. It's like, no, obviously we can all forgive each other for not communicating perfectly all the time. That is not going to happen in a relationship. And I don't think that anyone needs to communicate perfectly all the time. And, right, and the way we communicate matters. The way we share our feelings matter. The way we share our heart matters. The way we share our needs matter. It can really allow the other person to feel connected and well communicated with and well received or not and so um and well attuned to or not and so exactly we really cover all of that in the program as well as you know the boundary pieces as well and so you know I do feel like there's a big theme in everything that we're talking about so as you're listening just notice like what is what are the areas of growth for me I'm wondering, do you have any final thoughts or insights that you'd like to share with today's listeners just about, about this, this art of safe dating? Totally. So what I want to say is I really recommend to anyone who's listening who's gotten into so many unavailable relationships or destructive relationships, meaning relationships with narcissists where you weren't really, you know, instead of not getting your needs met, you were invalidating for your experience or there was emotional abuse. If you've had these unavailable relationships one after the other or destructive relationships, then I really recommend getting support. I don't, I feel like doing this on your own is so, so challenging. And I think that when you have the support of someone else or, you know, a program to really hold your hand through the process of learning these skills, but also going slow, right? So it's really a lot easier because the anxious attachment part wants to go fast. When you have the support of other people to help you go slow, it really makes a difference. And because you have all of your biology and your attachment actually running against you for going slow, because again, we talked about the oxytocin, all the, you know, feel-good hormones want you to just run into that sexual experience with that person or run into that bonding experience with that person. And so, but then also if you're more anxiously attached or even more disorganized attached, you might just like want to go fast. It depends kind of how your disorganized attachment works for you. But all of those things can make you just speed into a relationship 
So to have some other people supporting you, holding your hand, teaching you how to go slow, teaching you what that actually looks like, giving you the skills is so, so important. Um, and so this art of safe dating really is a skill that learn that needs to be learned, especially if in the past you went too fast or made decisions that didn't protect your heart. And so what I find is we really need to train you with these new skills and these new behaviors so that you can really date in a whole new way. And we do this in the program. So definitely, if you're interested in getting this extra high level of support, this extra level of skills so that you can really have the support that you need to do things in a healthy way to create something, a a relationship entirely different, different than any relationship that you've had, healthier, more secure, more successful, more loving, more meeting your needs than anything that you've ever had, then definitely reach out. Right now, uh, what you can do is go to empowerlove.us forward slash apply to book your free love breakthrough session. This will be with Erin. And as you can see, Erin is such an amazing listener. She's incredibly smart about love and relationships. She's also been in the love and relationship space for over a decade and has such an amazing ability to understand kind of where you are now what you're wanting, and to let you know how working together with me in the program or one-on-one will really help you get the results. And she'll be able to let you know if she really thinks that we can help you or not. Um, And we're very, very honest about that because we know, because I've worked with, again, thousands of people, we really know who we can help and who we can't. And it's very, very clear. And we make sure to ask those questions up front. So again, that's a phone call. It's about 45 minutes to an hour and 15. And, you know, you need to be in a really quiet space for the call. Get a notepad app so that you can take notes because there will be insights that you receive. We'll send you a reminder 24 hours before the call and definitely show up on time just ready to really to share what exactly what's going on so that uh, we can be able to help you know exactly how we can help you. Oh, these calls are very um, deep and fun and really allow you to gain a lot of insight and clarity. Um, in addition to really learning more about the specifics of how the program can help you and also all of the logistical pieces of what it looks like to get started. So um, again, if any of you are listening and want to apply for one of those complimentary sessions, you can go to empowerlove.us forward slash apply to fill out your application and find a time that works well for you. And so I look forward to to meeting some of you and hearing your uh, your thoughts and experiences of what Maya shared today on the art of safe dating. And Maya, thank you so much. This was such an informative um, call. I love to hear all of your your tips and tricks and experiences that you have seen around this particular topic. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And again, just I'm just going to leave you with this piece. Like, 
what does it look like, this inquiry, because I believe when we ask questions, it allows us to really open our minds and our hearts and grow and expand. So what does it really look like for you to really honor your heart in love? So thank you everyone so much for joining. We will see you next Monday on the Rewire Date in the Rewire Your Attachment Style Facebook group. And thank you so much for listening all the way through if you've been with us all the way through. And we look forward to seeing you next Monday. Bye, everyone.